Good evening, everybody. It is your boy, Joel Cupcake, and I am here right now with Colin Regan from FUBAR in St. Louis, Missouri. And we are here for a very special breaking edition of At Joel Cupcake Unedited. Now, Colin, um, I understand that as recently as last week on Facebook, you got into an argument with John Matos of the band Abiotic. Um, he posted a status going, nice. We can all go play FUBAR and get robbed while we get sick. And this was in response to Missouri allowing people to go to concerts as early as this week. Correct? Correct. Yeah. Probably about a week ago, a week or two ago, somewhere in there. All the time well, is a blend. How, how do you feel about this this comment that, that they're just going to go get robbed right off the bat at FUBAR as well as get sick there? Um. Man, like, okay, as a guy who likes to go and, you know, uh, meme on stuff, I get, I get it. But then at the same time, people don't realize, like, we are people who, I work a day job. I've been doing this shit eight years, work a day job. I mean, not to be like, oh, humble brag, but it's like, I kind of do this out of the fact that I do love doing it. Like, if I was, if this was just a little side hobby, I think I would have quit by now. But uh, so well, and that's why I wanted you on the show, Colin, as a fellow promoter. Occasionally, obviously, not right fucking now. Yeah, <laughs> um, I wanted you to be able to speak your mind and you know just just go swing for the fences and and you know respond to some of these harsh critics about St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, just to sum it up, I'm like I don't even hate him that much. Honestly, I find a, there's a lot of fun and just like I like to just be an asshole online sometimes because you know you're not supposed to, but. Man, when you do, it's fun. It's always fun. So I don't even care that much, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like I know we're the venue in town who is booking a lot of the bands. The other venues wouldn't touch. We're the most DIY. Like we're the place that bands get their start at and still a place where bands, you know, hit their peak at at the same time. So it's like, I don't know. It's like I just feel like FUBAR has always been a very like DIY for the band's venue and just seeing you know, all those jokes, yeah, they're good and fun, but, like, at the end of the day, I hear about it every other band I book about. Oh, bands get robbed here. Like, it, you know, five years, it's like in hearing that every show when you book five to ten shows a month, it gets annoying. But so that, I can imagine. And it's like, and at the end of the day, it's like this is people's livelihood. Like, it's like no one in that venue is rich. Like, I work a day job. Most of the staff work other jobs. The owner. Yeah. He's married, so thankfully he has a wife that can kind of help out with, like, everything. But so, I don't know. It's just, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, you are also attacking people who are in the same position as the band, where it's, like, we all struggle. No one's fucking banking on this shit. No, no Most of the people I deal with aren't making $100,000 a year playing music. They're paying their bills, renting a, an apartment or something, so... Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I did a little bit of research here on the side and I went all the way back to what is this 2014? Uh, yep. Yeah. May 15, 2014 rivers of Nile. I love that band. I didn't know they were, they were, were they actually robbed at FUBAR? Uh, yes. I, I mean, I, I, this was a while ago and it wasn't even my show, but uh, I could be wrong. Pretty sure it was them opening for Whitechapel on tour. And if my memory serves me correct, I believe that their van, one of their doors were unlocked, and that's how they got broken into. But the one thing I will always, I mean, the Rivers and Isle band who recently blew up, 
I've had booked them twice since they were robbed. Both times they were very like, hey, you know what? It happened. You were, you know, you. they were the first experience. That, so they obviously knew we stepped our shit up to try helping preventing it. But they also were like a little more cautious. But they also weren't like, they weren't annoying. Like they were just like, it happened. We know that was just a shitty thing. And, you know, had good shows both times. And especially this last time, since that last album really blew them up. They went from doing 30 people to, oh, they just did 200 people headlining. Yeah, so, yeah they did. I know that that, that band's making, been making quite the steam yeah. in, the, in the music industry. You're, you're just, correct there. And especially with so, us. So, being, that's, so that's interesting. So all their stuff was stolen. You know, even here in the, in the, in the press release, it says, we got hit hard tonight. Somebody punched the lock on our van in St. Louis and stole a ton of our belongings. It could have been that. But like either way, I just know it's like every time we've worked with them, they, they don't make it a, a thing. And it's all good. Like, I just hate that, like, bands who've never experienced anything like that, I have to deal with more shit from them than, like, a band who, I mean, Rivers and Isle could be bitchy about getting booked at Foo Bar if they wanted to. And I'd understand. Like, if I got yeah. robbed at a venue, I wouldn't be so super happy about coming back. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Respect to that band, all nice guys. And uh, glad that they're uh, moving, making big steps forward as of late. Oh man. Okay. Well, well, what about, what about here, Colin? And I have another article from, uh, August, 2014. Apparently the Florida, the Florida down tempo band <laughs> traders. Uh, oh, boy. Their, the, this is the infamous joke. This is how I found out that. I mean, got to be fair, St. Louis, th- you know what I mean? Was, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me yeah, read their sorry. quote to you, Colin, before yeah. you get all high feet. Yep. Our van was just broken into at Fubar in st louis after we were promised security for our van by the promoter which i'm assuming was you yep lost a ton of personals and instruments not sure if we can finish this tour if anyone could help us out it would mean the world to us thank you all and then they provide their paypal information so yeah they're claiming that you promised additional security colin okay now now this is a definitely the event that is the was the big this, this is, is the reason why this is when their PlayStation it. got stolen, right? Yes. Yes. So, okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Even I know about this. Without name dropping, um, you know, uh, agents and people that we are friends with, let's just say maybe something got misconstrued in the communication line in general. Ah. About regarding the uh, protect, like the secure parking. Because here's what happened. Now, I will just hit the story from front to start. No stopping because it's kind of lengthy and there's a lot of layers to it. So, Traders is the first tour or like their first like actual tour that was like more than like a week. Like, so this band, uh, people like to rip on them for having the Mercedes Sprinter with their logo on it saying that's like ass and get robbed. I'm not even go for that. I have so many other things I can attack that that's the lowest on the list. So, um, they were approximately three hours late to load in. Uh, so they showed up around 7 p.m. Oh, my goodness. And then, uh, yeah, so we had a spot reserved right by the front door since Fubar Street Parking, our front door. Mm-hmm. Right. I have been there, I remember. But there is an independent lot owned by uh, some random guy right across the street, which is sometimes yeah. open. It was not open as in there's no attendant there to watch cars and stuff. But they insisted that they would park there anyway because they didn't want to have to parallel park their sprinter and trailer. Kind of understandable, but like 
that's where the rest of the night comes into play. Because keep in mind, these guys, five band, or four or five band members, they had a TM, a merch person, and then at least one other friend who was just riding back from the tour or riding to the start of the tour or something. Like, they had, like, an extra guy. So eight people deep. They claim that they would just make sure to keep an eye on stuff because this was right after all the Mike Brown stuff happened. And so, you know, St. Louis was pretty hot around then. And uh, uh, yes, yes. So that was a concern. And I don't know. It seemed like we had a pretty mutual, like, you know, if your stuff's right in front of the front door, the door guy can see your van at all times. But yeah. they decided, like, oh, no, we'll park here. So anyway, the night goes on. You know, all the bands play, they play. Then all of a sudden, they pull up their sprinter in front of the door to load out. And I just see the windows shattered. And uh, yeah, they got hit in the parking lot, even despite me and multiple staff members telling them, please move in front of the door so we can help watch your stuff. Because I'm not, we're not responsible to hire someone to watch your stuff at a random parking lot. That's not our thing. That's not our deal. And especially when you're a, at that time, a really small band. And, uh, yeah, so they were very upset, as I would be if I got robbed. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I, I can completely understand getting all your valuables stolen on tour, including your PlayStation. Here's the thing. If they didn't go and spread the uh, rumor that it's all an inside job by the staff of Fubar, since they are the ones who did that, I have no problem just call, like calling them. I'll claim it how it is. Steven, the drummer, uh, he was pretty cool about it. He wasn't really too mad. Um, Alex Kendrick, who we, who I'm friends with now, was their tour manager slash front of house. He was with them, got robbed. We are now friends. We talk a lot, and uh-huh. you know that's interesting. That's the thing. Uh, their vocalist Tyler. Uh, there's the well-known rumor that he cried in the streets about his PlayStation Three, and uh, me and a couple other witnesses can definitely confirm that 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 was a oh real goodness. thing. Physical tears and crying about a PS3. Oh my. Well, I'm not going to comment on that because getting robbed definitely sucks, but (laughs) that's a whole other side of the story that's definitely not in any of these articles I've seen. That's yeah. The thing is, if they didn't come out a couple months later saying it's an inside job spreading that lot rumor, it's like I wouldn't have the beef that I do with them, but it's like that was such an attack that that did ruin our livelihood and that took years of dealing with it and just Ah, rebuilding. It's like that was such a devastating blow. That's why you get so heated when people say that. And that's why you wanted to come on the show. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, it's like, it's like this shit's always an uphill battle and regardless being an independent person in the music industry, but having having stuff like that, that it's like, all right, it's a pro it was definitely a citywide problem. Uh, It's like, it's annoying when it affects us and people claim that it's us doing it for some, it's just like, that's bullshit. Like, if that wasn't a rumor, I would probably be 70% less mad about everything about it. Because even though I'm not the owner, and technically I am not employed by the venue, like, I am an independent promoter through the venue. They're just the p- best venue to book at, and the owner's great and helping yeah. out throughout all the year. Like, I don't know. It's like, but still, I get really, really like people at least in our scene of things, see me as the face of that plate. Like I understand. Yeah. Like more of like they'll link that to me and then to Fubar, which is annoying that like I get caught in the like I don't know, it's just frustrating that it's like 
Man, it sucks. We were we had people outside watching vans all the time and stuff like that. It was a big problem, but hey, they caught the prof- these were professional criminals. They caught a ring of them. It hasn't really been a thing since. And I don't know. We we can look at other cities in California and Texas that have been just as hot as St. Louis ever was, but yeah. no one's, no one's going to talk about that one ever. Well, I have another article here. Uh, I believe he's like a, a hip hop guy or something like that named yes. Spose. Yeah, I think yeah, he's like a hip hop rap. Yeah. He was raw. His trailer and van were robbed while he was at Pappy's Smokehouse in St. Louis. So, so people are getting robbed outside of the venue. And here's still the thing most of the robberies were not you. Even, most of the venues were not even at, most of the robberies weren't even at the venue or even like on the streets close to it. Like that, okay, Pappy's is down the block like it's walking distance from there but it's like that's not uh, like you, they weren't even plus supposed wasn't even playing food bar he's playing firebird so but it's like at the same time uh people love to rip on food bar. That, with all this hate you guys get yeah, right well st louis missouri quickly became food bar missouri anytime a band was robbed in st louis that everyone like just assumed if, it was food bar yeah even if they're just driving through town to get to another city and stopping and got robbed, we would still get shit on the comments from everywhere. And it's just like, I don't know. It's like, thankfully, I mean, we have the new venue opening up red flag, which is going to be incredible, but nothing I can say now besides what we've posted, but it's like FUBAR is reopening in an aspect. So at least so, like, so you're going to get ready for more of these comments. Hey, I'm ready. I love going for it. It's fun. Oh, you uh, oh, you know, well, you know, I know it's fun because it's not easy and it's it's very uh you know, it's a very thankless job is what I like to tell people. Yep. You know what I mean? So so I mean, yeah, I mean, I even have another another I found another article here just from a Google search, you know what I mean? From from Kingdom of Giants in 2015. Oh. Oh. Well, fam, St. Louis got the best of us no matter how hard we tried. Okay. Um, uh, two laptops, two cameras, passports on the whole nine yards. Thanks to the people at Steak and Shake for doing what they can to help us out in this unfortunate situation. Again, sounds like a band got robbed again in St. Louis, but not at FUBAR. Correct. Yeah. But they played FUBAR that night and uh, certain, you know, everyone, everyone at the venue, we always tell bands, Hey, before you all get out and eat somewhere like Steak and Shake or McDonald's or whatever, like if you're all going to get out of the van, be 45 minutes an hour outside of the city. That's yeah. it. Because here's the thing. We think bands were getting followed. That's the thing. Like we had a bunch of theories. The people who did it were definitely more professional than people think because most of them were like popping out locks and not smashing windows. And that's a little yeah. more of a yeah, professional there, that, That's That's a, unfortunately <laughs> what happens a lot to a lot of bands that play in Oakland. Yeah. And San Francisco as well. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, uh, well, yeah. And so King of the Giants, you know, got robbed and they were on Fox News the next day and then still kind of like passed, like not directly called that FUBAR, but like kind of like, we played FUBAR and uh, they said, drive, drive up the highway a few miles. We'd be fine. And I said, drive 45 minutes to an hour. That steak and shakes like three, four miles up the highway. Like, yeah. That's still the city. It's still the fucking city. You like, and uh, so yeah, you know, whatever, that's fine. But then, uh, once they're opening on a Born of Osiris tour at another venue, keep in mind they played Firebird, which is another 400 cat venue, well, yeah. it was another 400 cat venue in town. And uh, so they opened up like they 
did a headliner there, did okay, and then they're since they got robbed, and then they played. Uh, they were opening for Born of Osiris at the Ready uh-huh. Room, which is a which was an eight hundred cap, seven eight hundred cap, something like that. And uh, yeah, um, when they were on stage, they go, "Hey, thanks for." All, they said something along the lines like, "Hey, thanks for the love, St. Louis." Uh, last time we played here, we were at Food Bar and we got robbed. And the thing was, you weren't no, right at Food Bar. You were right, like, yeah, on stage in front of the crowd. Uh, our boy EJ was right next to me. He saw me get red hot mad. Like he had to call me down. Like he like immediately like went to the bar to grab me a drink because he just saw like he saw that switch turn in me because I was like that is such if if they did that and were robbed at Food Bar, I probably wouldn't have gotten so mad. But I was like you were. I don't know. So, you know, they went and just threw us under the bus in front of a crowd of people at another local venue when the last time they played town wasn't even at FUBAR and they weren't even robbed at FUBAR. There's a couple lies there. So anyway. So what you're saying is a lot of this, because as I already admitted, you know, this happens in other scenes. You know what I know and most bands know it. They're, you know, and, and I, I mean, most of these articles and references I'm finding all happened you know what in 2014 and 15 yeah as far which, as like robberies around all the stuff that happened like that's all within a year of all that the ferguson incidents right yep and as far as bands who were robbed like at around the premises of fubar like you know you're parked in the street in front of the venue like stuff yeah. that is related to us i think the last robbery it was it was 2015 at the venue i can't speak for the city itself the city yeah, I can't tell you the exact date, but that probably started to actually die like 2017, 2018. But still, like we helped, we stepped up our shit as much as we could and did what we could on our end. Because yeah, that's what I was going to ask: is what are you guys doing to combat more as much of this as you can? Because I know as a promoter myself in Oakland, you know, we call the cops and say a van got robbed, and I mean they don't even show up sometimes because yeah, they know, same thing. They know, the shit's, they know the shit's gone. It's just nope. Uh, yeah. Yep, they'll take the report and nothing will ever be done about it. But, uh, you know, we would just make sure, like, for the fir- for a few years, we had someone whose job was dedicated solely to standing outside and watching the vans. That's, like, the only job they did. You know, and as things eased up, we kind of made it to where we made sure that there's someone out there at almost all most times. But, okay. like, you know, when there's a, cra- a crowd of 200 people who are all outside – smoking cigarettes and your vans and stuff are all right there. I mean, the fans aren't the ones robbing you. So, I mean, they help keep an eye too, thankfully with, at least with street parking as much as it sucks sometimes that aspect of like fans can help watch it too is great. Because obviously they don't want to see the bands they paid money for to get robbed. No one, no one's there to see that happen. So that, you know, you're not wrong, Colin. That's a very good point. And, uh, but yeah, so, Back to the Kingdom of Giants thing. Yeah, so I made a snarky Facebook post tagging the band because I'm that's the least I can fucking do. I'm not a p- total pussy. Still a pussy, but a little, not a total one. And uh, oh, I, said, I said something like, hey, at Kingdom of Giants, thanks for throwing, throwing the venues help support your band since you were worth less than $100 throughout the years. The second you get on a big tour, you go shit on us. I was like, looking forward to never working with you guys again. And then they commented and then after the show, they like, all five of them like tried to gang up on me and shit. And I was like, here's the thing. I know all the people at the venue. It's like, if those guys hit me once, they would have been taken down by four security guards. I'm sure. Like, it's like, so I was just like, okay, do it. Like how, Oh yeah. Five people against one real tough guys. 
because I posted, and they just claim they never said that when EJ, who's the head tour manager of the tour, knows what they said. Oh. So there's a character witness, the guy who handles their money, who pays out them every night. He he heard it, and it's like, it'd be fine if they were just like, hey, you know, like, if the vocalist, Dana, was just like, hey, hey, I fucked up saying that, or something, like, hey, I, yeah. you know, my, I misused words, like, I get it, you're on stage, like, you don't totally think, but, you know, the fact that they doubled down on their claims after I called them out was just the thing that pissed me off, so... You know, I'd be pretty upset about that. You know, I, you know, defending my, my local area. Sometimes, you know, you get a little hyphy. It's what happens. Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, as I said, I work a day job. It's like, I've definitely put some, there's been some money spent into building my career as a promoter where it's like finally at the point where I can, you know, help pay some bills with it at the same time. But it's like, I mean, you know what my year last year was as far as finances go pretty devastating yeah. so uh i don't know it's just like it's just like all annoying when it's like man i help a lot of the bands play here that normally one that no one else would answer the emails for because no one wants to do the grind of finding these locals and convincing them to no. find no you i mean you i mean i even have some smaller bands that i manage that you've always been you've always done your best to help them out yeah true and, yeah i can't i can't, like, I can't argue with you on that yeah, it's like, and it's like, I'm still, I've been doing this seven, eight years, and it's like, I'm still the newest promoter in town. For the yeah. most, like, who's t- who does like tour packages and a couple of people who like do local shows and maybe yeah. like their buddies band from Chicago and stuff like that. But like, as far as like active promoter, it's like, I'm still lowest on the food chain, newest. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't know, it's like, it's like, just realize that like, if I stopped or if you ran my name or the venue's name in the grand, you would miss a big crucial part in tour routing because we're direct center of the country. I mean, you're not we're, wrong. We're good I for. Mean, we, I mean, I'm, I mean, I get it. You're yeah. you you are you are amped up. I mean, what do you like? Give me your give me your you know your final thoughts, man. Like, give me like what do you what do you want the fucking people to hear? Agents, people attending, girls on the internet, bands. What do you want to What do you want to fucking say to them? Just say it right now, Colin. Uh, I guess I would say uh, I can speak on someone who's played at FUBAR or booked there for 10 plus years now, everyone there does it for, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, the love of music. They like doing it. No one's making bank. Like no one's living a luxurious life as far as anyone there goes. So it's like, it's like that place is operated for, from, you know, the love of music. And, you know, as much as I like joking online, it came to the point where those jokes did seriously hurt the business and i don't even care if me as a promoter got shut out i would just hate to see the owner yeah he's been because even before he's owned food bar for 12 years but he worked at uh, another venue for years and years before it's like he's been in music for 25 years or some shit i'm sure 25 plus years so it's like i don't know it's like he's been the backbone of st louis music for a while and i don't know i just think like as much as the jokes are funny i do see the enjoyment out of them it was something that did affect us and hurt the business at, and made sometimes very tough and scary that like, yeah. you know, lay it, lay it off. Like stop making those quick little jabs, get your crumb of industry clout. And let's just, you know, like you, you wouldn't want me to go and talk like every time your band posts a new song, if I shared and talk about how much it sucked and that stuff, it's like same thing. You'd be fucking annoyed if you saw that 
20 times a day on your even 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 maybe matt yeah yeah exactly so it's like you have a fair point it's like yeah sometimes i definitely i will be the first to admit i am very sensitive about it and i like to just go in immediately but i do find enjoyment out of that and i just like i just want bands to realize that like Fubars help so many bands through that even you know plenty of bands start started playing there and then now yeah. grew into bigger venues so it's like i don't know it's like people talk about like all these like legendary venues like i'm trying to think of like ace of spades and like holy diver and stuff like that and it's like now i'm not saying Fubars as like ooh prestigious as that but it's like as far as like in the local scene it's like Fubar is going to be like that venue that's remembered well after it's closed down 30 years down the road like people talk yeah, about regardless this, like, regardless, Mississippi of, Nights. regardless of what the what the internet says about you yeah 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 which is like i do have to give props at least when the internet comes out uh the the uh, music fans and musicians of st louis are always quick to defend without me even provoke like they'll just see me comment on something and then the swarm comes so i do have to think i am thankful that at least people have my back too on it that's good. Power I mean, numbers. Yep. Now, while this part of your seed and your community is important, man, it helps yep. your your drive of just working with music because it's something you love. It just helps it even more, you know? Yeah. And especially because it's like I've seen the scene grow throughout my time promoting shows. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's nothing but up. Like, you know, as much as this Corona stuff sucks, but it's like, hey, we have a sick new venue. Food Bar is going to be reopening. It's like we have good options for bands. Like, you know, once stuff gets normal, normal, it's like, I don't know, really looking forward to it. Uh, I think bands will be impressed with either room they play because uh, FUBAR will not be the same that same FUBAR it was when it reopens. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's that, that's fair. That's what I love to hear. Uh, where can people find information about Red Flag? Where can people contact you? And where can people find information about the new FUBAR? Um. As far as info about FUBAR and uh, www.fubarstl.com for any show listings, which God knows when those will happen. But, uh, you know, on Facebook's usually where the main updates go as yeah. far as like when people start fig- when we start posting about what's actually happening. And yeah. then uh, redflagstl.com for anything regarding that. And then also Red Flag uh, on Facebook. And there you go. Yeah, that should be it. All right. Well, well, Colin, I mean, thank you for joining me. Thank uh, you I, for was, me. I was very happy when you told me you wanted to defend some of these, uh, to defend your scene and your, and your, your, your venue. I get it. You know what I mean? I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of places I work with come under fire because of misunderstandings or misrepresentation or yep. what the fuck have you not. Some, yeah, some of it was warranted. Some of it was not, but you know, we're the middleman between our scene and the bands that play and the people that attend. I get it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're stuck at we're stuck. We have four points of drama instead of just two. You know what I mean? So, exactly. so I get it, man. So I appreciate you taking the time to to, to about your spiel here. Uh, everybody, thanks for watching. Been a wild episode of Agile Cupcake Unedited. Give me a follow down below. Find Colin on the internet. Follow him. His links will be in the in the description of the video at the end. Uh, Colin, do you have a final statement? Hit me with it. Uh, looking forward to getting back to music and you know if i've ever came at you for any jokes online i don't take it super personally i don't besides two bands i named uh those are the two bands i really hold their shit accountable like 
if if we beefed about you making a quick joke, I'm not like it's not going to be a thing where I'm going to like. I will still book your band if everything else makes sense. Like, you know, it's it's all it's all that good fun, and I don't know. I just glad that there's one place that I can explain a lot of the things that we've dealt with, so people can get a inside scoop on how it's affected us. Because I don't think anything's ever really been said on a video platform or anything more than like a couple of sentences on Facebook. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever reached out for, for you for a comment or to defend. So, yep. Excellent. Well, thank you, Colin, for yep, joining me. You. I appreciate it. I'm glad I could All let right. you voice your opinions. Everyone, this has been an opinion. This has been Colin talking himself to me, myself. This has no, no reflections with anything with pinup, red flag or foobar. Uh, Colin is an independent promoter as am I an independent promoter. Uh, you know, I, we both work with the full companies and teams of people, and these are our personal, personal opinions on things. So don't start new bullshit. Thanks for watching yes, another episode of Joel Cupcake unedited. See you next time.